Live from the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you for joining us this uh, holiday weekend, this this Christmas uh, day after. What would that be? Boxing Day, right? Boxing Day. Boxing Day. That's right. That's uh, very British of you. That's very. Uh, well, you know, I'm more of a uh, territorial British man than, than an actual <laughs> uh, Englishman myself. Uh, I, I live in the colonies, you know. Absolutely. There was a period of time when I was Welch. Yes, yes, <laughs> when you were Welch. Yes, yes, like uh, when you lost that bet. <laughs> and um, I welched. I welched, welched on that bet. I reneged on that <laughs> wager. Uh, hey, we promised to bring you all things gun, all the gun time, except when Kevin and I are talking about our national heritage. Evidently, uh, that's, we, uh, that's you don't fight with Welch guys. It's background. It's yeah, background. They'll use background a stick. information. Background. It goes boom. Uh, hey, listen, we uh, we had originally planned to bring you a very nice best of. We were gonna. We get, were. We were gonna get together. Well, we were gonna. We weren't. Someone was going well, to bring we're, you. We're going to pick some segments yeah. and have a good time and get that out there. And I got, I got to tell you, there's just, there's just too much good news this week to to leave you with the best of. Uh, we wanted to get, uh, wanted to get the. So we we're going to bring you the better of. The better of. Yeah, yeah we're, it's not the best of. It's the better of. Uh, now this is probably a little shocking to even our other co-hosts because <laughs> we, yeah. we didn't we, come up we, with this plan until about an knew, hour ago. We knew, but they didn't. <laughs> uh, we uh, we were gonna we were we were gonna sit down. We were gonna have a best of, and I was working on the best of this morning, and uh, Kevin walked into my office, <laughs> which because <laughs> apparently I received a message through the Diana Warwick Psychic Friends Network <laughs> that Michael was having a meltdown, and because uh, I was at the point of you know there is so much good info out there, I should probably just put the good info out rather than do the best of. Maybe maybe a couple of segments. There's still one I think I want to squeeze in. One of our one of our early on segments that we did that I think people will enjoy again. Uh, but but uh, yeah, Kevin Kevin got the telepathic message and walked in and said, uh, "Let's go to the radio station." And we did. So uh well, the only the only downside to that is uh the wives have run amok with the credit cards the day after Christmas. So we have that to worry about. I'm not worried. You're not worried. Okay. Yeah, my bank has a limit. Okay, so. all right. It's for my protection, and I usually think they were kidding themselves. It's for their protection, but for today, it might be for my protection. <laughs> might, might finally be for your protection. So anyway, sitting with me uh, is the, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja. Please welcome him back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> and all the other boys are not here. That's and right. They really are. This is a very big room. Yeah, room, yeah. room, room, room. They, they really are just learning now. Yes, this <laughs> very moment, as we speak. <laughs> that it's not a best That's of. That's right. So They were supposed to be in there. We're going to hear squeals in the parking lot as yeah, we slide yeah. to stops in about an hour. Hey, listen, Earl, Alec, if you uh, if you happen to hear this, come on down. You're, here. <laughs> You're invited. Perhaps or, you, want, or, you would like or, to call in. Or don't. Or yeah. don't. It's up to you. You can take the day off. And you do, by the way, if you do come in, there's no holiday pay. It's voluntary. Yeah. And don't point. go to my house and eat leftovers. Yeah. Mr. No. Weber. No, but I do know, it, th- this is nice about the studio, with it being the holiday, there's no suits in the building. No, there's uh, not. We got cake in here. We got yeah. cookies up well, on the board. It was in the, was in the freezer, got, so we just brought it upstairs. Yeah. I mean, we could do whatever we want while the suits are gone, so that's always nice. We got so Kevin's got a pipe he's smoking over here. Not in the, in, illicit, just 
Very Santa Clausy. Very Santa Clausy pipe. Yes, a little corn cobbish. It's not a corn cob. It's made of porcelain. It says it's a corn cob pipe and a button. Oh, that's frosty. That's Sorry. frosty. That's okay, frosty. that's frosty. This is that. more like, like uh, Gandalf the Gray. Gandalf. The, okay, I was going to go with MacArthur because that was also a corn cob pipe. No, it's not a corn cob pipe. It's okay. not a corn. All right. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so how was your day? How was your day of Christmas? How was the uh, how was the celebration? How did everything go at the Maxwell we, world? We had we had a wonderful time. We had family over for Christmas Eve, and we we played Dirty Santa, where you you know you trade up the gifts and you trade out the gifts. And is that what that's called? Yeah. Are you and, sure it's Dirty Santa? I think you're thinking of something else. No, that's that's bad. No, it's not bad Santa. It's 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 yeah. It's you give prank gifts that everybody has to rotate through, and it it's a it was a hilariously fun time. With uh, with my in-laws and my outlaws and my <laughs> soon-to-be in-laws, and uh, it, it was pretty jovial all together. It's a nice I, time. I'm still I'm going to have to look this up on the break, or perhaps I'll have one of the interns do it. The uh, the whole uh, dirty Santa. Are you sure? I think that's some. I think you're thinking of a different part of your life. You're thinking mm, thinking no. of something else. No, I don't. Think. I'll get a text from the wife. <laughs> okay. Too. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Okay, all right. Okay, uh, yeah. Things at the uh, at the Mike House were uh, were pretty standard. You know, it was pretty nice. We we I have my, my daughter's an only child, so so far, so far, so far. Yeah, exactly. Um, at least as far as my wife knows, right? Ah, uh, boom, boom. Wait, wait. There we go. <laughs> wait, let me. I'll hit it again. At least as far as my wife knows. There we go. Uh, my daughter actually got one of those little drum sets, and that's what she actually. I think that's as far as you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she got one of those little little drum sets, and uh, she immediately went ten years old, went over to my wife and said, "Mommy, what uh, what do Elle's parents say when she's doing something wrong?" She was like, "What?" And she said, "Noel, Noel." And then she hit the rim shot. Yeah. So it was Christmas. Did you know, uh, and speaking of Noel, did you hear? I didn't know that Darth Vader had remarried after his wife died in the earlier movie. He has another wife named Ella. Ella, yes. Yes, Ella Vader. Yes, I've seen that. You didn't see the thingy with the thing with the sound and the thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you, one of your interns here, I think, found some info for you. Oh, oh what is it? What do we have? Uh, we found uh, two possible names for this uh, gift-giving fun. Uh, White Elephant Gift Exchange or Yankee Swap. Uh, that and, oh. and you know what? Uh, one is a reference to India and the other is Yankee. So, no, I wouldn't use either yeah, one of those. He wouldn't do either one. He wouldn't do one. Not, yeah, he, you said Yankee Swap and, 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 and Kevin <laughs> got, he got disgusted. Yeah, it's not, he, little, yeah. little, little regurge going on over here. Uh, Anyway, so my daughter is uh, she's ten, and she's the only child given, so far. Given the rim shots. Given yeah. the rim shots, and uh, so we get to wake up for Christmas at about ten thirty a.m. Yeah, I got a, I saw that photo. <laughs> she, I saw she, that photo. There's no reason. She gets up around nine, and she wanders in there and goes, "Okay, the big man was here." That's right. And then we're, goes back we're, to bed. We're solid. Yeah. We're solid. She, I got nothing to panic over. Yeah. Yes. So you know, I grew up in a, in a household full of kids, and. Uh, you know, you had to fight, you know, because some of the gifts didn't have names on them. You That's just, right. whoever got there first, That's it was right. like dinner. The, the bike is mine. Yeah. No, bam, elbow yeah. to the face. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. So, yeah, it was uh, definitely a, uh, a a good morning. We uh, we we hung out at the house. We had some, we had a meal, cooked a meal last night, and uh, and then uh, did a the little bit of the late rise this morning. Well, they did. I came to work to 
do radio stuff. I was I was up early. Yeah, obviously you met me in my office early. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I'd already done things. I'd right. run errands and right. you know, plowed and seated and. It's the old army commercial. We do more before nine thirty than most people do all day. Remember that one? Morning first sergeant. It's the paratroopers they drop in. Yeah. Old commercial. I'll have to find that one. Yeah, it is an old commercial. I'll have to find that one and play. Play it. That was one of the ones that came out about the same time as the movie with, Stripes with, did. With budget cuts, though, they don't actually jump out of airplanes. They just pretend to. Yeah, yeah. And you, they, you, you just go float, 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 float. You say it on the way down. And roll. <laughs> exactly. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll have gun stuff when we get back. We'll see you then. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for ar-15 ar-10 and ak-47 style rifles for nearly three decades gun tech usa has been producing the finest quality pistol grips rail systems scope mounts slings compensators flash hiders hand guards iron sights and more check online at guntechusa.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done when customizing your tactical rifle insist on tactical excellence insist on gun tech usa parts gun tech a proud supporter of the second amendment and friends of arms room radio check them out online today at guntechusa.com that's g-u-n-t-e-c-u-s-a.com gun tech usa defining tactical excellence for over 26 years
listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Celtic Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Celtic Studios. And this segment of Armstrong Radio is brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. The big show, the really big show. Hey, listen, SendMeAmmo.com is the sponsor of this program. If you've been out shopping anywhere for a firearm in the past month, you know they're they're drying up. It's hard to get. Uh, you can thank, first off, you can thank your, you thank your president for that. Uh, he has once again come to the conclusion that the, the reason, the reason... There are terrorists. There are terrorists in the United States. Is two things. It, go right ahead, sir. The fact that legal gun owners don't have control of themselves. Right. And global warming. Global warming. Global warming is the biggest threat to you. And the reason we have ISIS terrorists is we don't have enough gun control. Everybody else found that the reason for terrorism is terrorists. But the reason for terrorism here is gun control. Uh, we did find this little fact the other day. Uh, I'll give you this. It's you, you could actually go on to our <laughs> website. Uh, the website. It's uh, well. It's on the Facebook. It's the. Uh, it's make sure if I get this. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have the bearded wonder with me here. I don't have Earl to help me with this. Let me see if I can give you the, give you the right information. If you need to get a hold of us, here, the best ways to do it are with the the tweeter. The tw- the tweet. Go uh, to uh, Arms Room. You have arms three room? computers over in front of you, but you can't figure out how to. Yeah, say but if Twitter. you notice, I have notebooks on top of those computers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading the papers <laughs> on top of the computer screens. <laughs> it's it just works better for me that way. It backlights the it backlights the uh, the paper. Uh, you can go to Facebook.com/slash/ArmsRoomRadio. Facebook.com/slash/ArmsRoomRadio. Got that right. Ra- radio at ArmsRoom.com. You can send us an email. Yes. Or you can go to to the uh, the tweeter, which is Arms Room Radio at Arms Room Radio. Um, my personal one on there is at Arms Room Mike. If you wanted to send something directly to me, but it looks like I'm, I'm I could see all of them up here uh, at the moment. Or you can call my cell phone. Or call Kevin's cell phone four zero seven four six seven four nine six zero. There you go. And you can text him there too if you want. It's right here next to me. Right there next to him. You can text him or call you can, him. You can see it from here. I can see it. I can it's, see it. It's not doing anything. You haven't nope, texted nope, him yet. Nope. Two similar terror attacks, two different results in San Bernardino, California, and then there was the one in Garland, Texas. You perhaps remember the one in Garland, Texas about four or five months ago. Yeah, uh, they didn't get a lot of press on that one. No, it did not. And I'll tell you why it didn't get a lot of press when we get to the end of this little comparison here. The, the religion of both, of both the terrorists, the number of terrorists was two. And the, and the religion of both was Muslim or m- Muslim. As the, I don't know why the president they does practiced that. practiced Islam. Right, but they, he, calls it, he calls them Muslims. He also won't say ISIS. He won't. He says ISIL, right. which uh, takes away from the legitimacy of Israel, Israel's borders, if I understand correctly. I believe that's the intent. Yes. Uh, the number of terrorists, too, they were Muslims. The weapons used were assault rifles. These were modified AR-15s in California. And then there were some pipe bombs that were possessed but never used. They were possessed but never used. Uh, in the the attack in Garland, Texas, there was two AK-47s. It was two AK-47s. Uh, California was a gun-free zone. That meant... <laughs> the only ones with guns were the terrorists. Or ex- yeah. it, meant, it meant target-rich environment. It right. meant 
look at the sheep walking it's, down the street. I, I, my daughter said it. The, Daddy, it's like hunting in a petting zoo. Exactly, like hunting in a petting zoo. Like hunting in, in Garland, zoo. Texas, not a gun-free zone. In no, Garland, no, Texas, not so much. Uh, there's there's open carry. There's concealed carry. There's you know a private owner carry. There's a business business carry. There's you can carry in a myriad of different ways uh, and and legal through di- several different means there in Texas. In California, 14 dead and 21 injured. It's 14 dead and 21 injured. Garland, Texas, zero dead and one injured. Now, this is not including the terrorists. Yeah, well, Uh, that 14 doesn't include the terrorists either. Right. Uh, Zero dead and one injured. Taxpayer costs in California, it was millions of dollars. 300-plus officers were involved. The entire town was under lockdown uh, until they could get this uh, they get this situation squared away. In Garland, Texas, when they were found outside the, I believe it was the uh, the art festival, a, a gentleman, also proud of his Second Amendment heritage, pulled his firearm and stopped the threat. Total cost to the community there. Well, this is a little bit of an under-exaggeration. Obviously, some police were called. Obviously, some medical assistants were called. So there's some there's some costs involved with that, just yeah, for public they, service. but they would have been there anyway. Correct, just if for public service. They were probably service. there because of the festival. Yes. They probably there. But they're estimating the total taxpayer cost of $20, plus or minus, for the ammo. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd probably go couple grand. Yeah, easily. I mean, you've got grand. your investigative costs. You've got your medical costs. You've, you've got to worry about, worry about those. So... Um, for sure, for sure, those are, those are things that uh, were a little bit different in, in, in the article. Um, coming to the first of the year, when uh, the president and his mispronunciation of Muslims, by the way, Muslims, it almost sounds like a like a like a ride at Chuck E. Cheese. What are you doing? I'm gonna I'm gonna we're gonna do the Muslims. We're gonna we're gonna go over to the Muslims game and win some coins and some tokens. You know, like ski ball, ski ball, exactly, something like that. It doesn't. It doesn't sound real, and maybe that's why he says it that way because it's not real. Right, right. Ski ball. Yes, ski ball. Okay. Ski ball, not dirty Santa. Which again, I think is something. White elephant is what we used to call it. But by you're the way. a Yankee. Not a Yankee. I'm just. Okay. A, you're a, a a a concrete barrier that holds back water, Yankee. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. See, see the way I did that? Yes. See, yes. It's after Christmas, right? so <laughs> I got to watch it now. I'm being monitored. <laughs> uh, the president's plans. This is what we're hearing from the people we talk to. We talk to people in the industry. We talk to. Uh, we talk to. We talk to Alan. We talk to Alan. <laughs> yeah. We, t- we. You know what? I, I, and we'll get to this later. We talk to several Alans, by the way. We do. We, we have a lot of Alans on the call roster. Some of them, I think, have a microphone attached to the president. They do. Because they, they, every time I see them, they, one side of their head has less hair from it yeah. being pulled out. Um, here's the plan. Here's what he's going to do. He's going to come out with. Universal background checks. Now, I guess that means if you want to transfer a gun and you're on Neptune, you have to have it done there. That's the galaxy. That's well, but it's part of the universe. Yes, but it's the galaxy. It's the galaxian background checks. So because you, when he universal says universal means if you're in like Alpha Centauri, okay. and you want to transfer a firearm because. They're not any different than we're doing here. We already have every ba- every time you go to purchase a firearm from a licensed dealer, you have to get a background check. They're gonna de- they're gonna change the definition of universal. You have to give give a DNA sample. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to engrave yeah. every round of ammunition with your social security number. Uh, here's, it's just it's gonna be. I don't know what he's gonna do. I don't know what he's talking about. Here's what we're hearing. We're hearing that 
like the state of Washington, and yeah. Yeah. Now, now there must be Seattle. And, and, yeah, well, it's the, the city of Seattle, but yeah. the state of Washington with I-594 from last year, right. that every transfer of a firearm must have a background check. Now, I, I know that sounds, well, that's not a bad thing up front. It sounds, that sounds all right. But here, here's the issue. Um, now, when you want to give a gun to your son for Christmas, or you're leaving a gun for your wife while you go out of town... You have to give them a background check. You have to have a background check. If you do it, and, and again, this is under the Washington law, you do it once, it's a misdemeanor, do it twice, it's a felony. Right. So if I go to the range and Kevin and I are standing next to each other at the range and say, and he says, hey, you want to try and shoot Voltron? And I say, sure, let me shoot Voltron. We've just committed a crime right. because he's transferred a firearm to me without doing a background check. Oh, if I help you carry it to your car. Exactly right. Yeah. It's a violation. Right. right. And by the way, Kevin has people for that. That's of well, uh, gun bearers. Yeah, yeah, gun bearers. Uh, the some the pr- of them are heavy. Yeah, well, I know, I know. They're the, the gun bearers or the guns. What are we talking about? The guns. Oh, the guns. Okay. Gun bearers are very slender. <laughs> the the president wants to make every transfer, every transfer, require a background check. Now, this is this is going to be first of all impossible. How does the person uh, that says again, I'm going to transfer this firearm to, my, I'm going to give this gun to my son because he just turned 21, and it's my, it's the one I got from my father when he handed it down to me when I was 21. Well, you can't prove legal ownership, so they're going to seize it. Yeah, because you can't prove where you got it, so you can't give it to someone else. President's going to do this under uh, executive order, and. Now, this is a lot of people, I, do, I can hear you in your cars right now. I can hear you driving down the road saying, he can't do that. It's illegal. Well, and there's lots of stuff he does that's illegal. He's, he's going to cite public safety. He's going to cite that the guns that were purchased uh, for San Bernardino were purchased via background check. But then the gentleman sold them to his neighbor. And then the neighbor didn't have to do a background check. And if he had done a background check, he would have been caught, which is a load of crap, by the way. Oh, never would have happened. Him. He didn't do anything illegal before that. I, I, exactly right. He could have exactly bought him right. directly himself. Yep. So this is what you're going to get come first of the year. You're going to get these universal background checks. And by universe, they mean everybody in the universe that even touches a gun and then transfers it to somebody else is going to have to get that background check, which means you're going to have to... You, on Christmas morning, when you want to give that gun to your son, you're going to have to do it at the gun store. You're going to have to come down to the gun store, pay the gunsmith, or pay the uh, the gun store another $25, or whatever your transfer fee is, for them to do a background check. They're going to have to bring it in, put it on the books, bring it out, put it off the books, back to you. Guess what that does, by the way? Guess what that does? It it gives a paper trail of who owns that fire. Paper trail. Grandpa's gun. Nobody's had a record of it forever and ever because it's well over 50 years old or 25 years old. It puts the system, it puts the numbers back in the system. And let me tell you something, background checks are the first step, uh, or excuse me, this is, this is the first step of registration, getting all those guns that are off the books back on the books when they go to transfer. What's wrong with registering firearms? I hear from people all the time, well, that gun's not registered to me. Yeah, well, nothing's wrong with it, uh, as long as you don't mind when the the government decides to come get them, they know exactly where to come get them. Aha! You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. 
GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Keltec Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. And welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Keltec Studios here on a very special Boxing Day celebration. Well, it's the day after Christmas. Day yeah. after Christmas. The 26th, day after Christmas. Christmas plus one. Christmas plus one. Only 364 more shopping days until next Christmas. So, you know. 
This is true. So if you have, if anybody needs to get out and get started today. Clearly, they've never been anywhere near my house because today is not Boxing Day. No. It, we won't box until mm, third week of January at the earliest. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Tell them. Tell them. It, it's it's we got to have another Christmas celebration with other relatives coming in that want to fly <laughs> before Christmas. And so so all of it has to stay in place until I can. Hey, uh, thank you to our supervised taking uh, it down. Yes. Thank you to our uh, supporters there. Gun Tech uh, USA, GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Uh, I talked to them again this week. We t- as we talked to them every week. They had a, they had a great bunch of holidays over there. Can't wait to see them. We realize today's three days until we're out of here for Shot Show. So we'll be seeing them out there at Shot Show, having a great time with them. We're also going to see the guys three from three days, three weeks. What did I say? <laughs> three days, three weeks. I'm sorry, three weeks. I was like. Oh, no, I haven't packed yet. (laughs) Three weeks uh, to SHOT Show. We also uh, uh, started to talk about I got a little sidetrack last segment, SendMeAmmo.com. Listen, if you go to the stores and try and find ammo right now. You may have a little problem. Yeah, but if you go to SendMeAmmo.com. You'll get it delivered. Straight to the house. Enter your credit card number in. Figure how much you want want per month. Yeah, easy as getting a pizza. uh, Well, it's going to take more than 30 minutes. I do know that. Because it's coming coming from a... Not if you plan ahead. Yeah. yeah true. Yeah. True. true. Uh, but it's uh, sendmeammo.com. We'll get you there. And check out all the uh, GunTech USA's uh, parts. And you can see them at uh, dealers around the country that uh, that sell all the GunTech USA parts. Hey, on the line with us... We should have him on the line. Is he on the line? He's on the line. We got him on the line. We have, uh, we have, uh, we have Alan on the line with us. Should we say which Alan it is? Yeah, by all means. Alan, are you there? You there? Can you hear me? This is Alan Robertson of Alan Robert, Robertson Firearm Shooting Enthusiasts out of Virginia. How are you doing today, Alan? Not too bad. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, um, uh, we were talking about this earlier. We got we got a lot of Allens. We got a lot of Allens. You're, you're, you're like you're like the fifth Allen or one of the five Allens we get on the show here. So it's an Allen rich environment here at Arms Room Radio. That can't be all bad. No, no, it can't. It can't. I don't. I'm not going to get into spellings or anything like that. We're just going to say we got five Allens. We know we got five Allens. So we're good. <laughs> Hey, uh, some news out of Virginia this week uh, there in your home state. Uh, yeah. It appears as though your governor has lost his freaking mind. It's not his governor. It's apparently oh, attorney well, general. your attorney general. Yeah, yes. he's got hell. I mean, it's it's the two of them. Right. Uh, <laughs> but this one in particular is uh, is the attorney general, um, Mark Herring, who, uh, who, who happened to win by the slimmest of margins during our last election cycle. Um, but apparently he's, uh, he's directed the, the resources of his office for the past year to conduct an in-depth review of, uh, of all of our concealed carry reciprocity, reciprocity agreements with all the other states. Okay. Uh, and Virginia had uh, a pretty good reciprocity record. Um, we had a total of 30 states, which uh, I think maybe was only second to Utah uh, in terms of uh, where our, our permits were respected and, and which states we chose to respect here within the Commonwealth. Um, well, the, the attorney general has decided that 25 of the 30 are no good. <laughs> did he give you any indication as to what the basis for that was? Or did he uh, use the, oh, because? His explanation is that the requirements in those other states are not as stringent as as the disqualifying factors here in Virginia. For instance, uh, if, if you were ever, you know, if you hit stalking, as an example, um, you know, you were ineligible for a Virginia permit. Uh, Virginia law has has twenty a list of twenty criteria, 
which would uh, which would disqualify you from being a, a concealed carry permit holder. Uh, and apparently, in in the past year, as he's gone through the state laws of everyone else, rather than focusing on Virginia's business, <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's concluded that those other states are are do not have the same stringent disqualifier list that we do. And as a consequence, on February first, um, twenty five of the <clears throat> excuse me, twenty five of the states uh, that we formerly had reciprocity with uh, will not we will not have that any longer. Let me hit this list here real quick. Um... We're talking in alphabetical order, uh, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Delaware, Florida, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Minnesota, Mississippi, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, North Dakota, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Washington, and Wisconsin, and Wyoming. That is correct. A bunch of states here. Uh, a couple of them are your border states there in Virginia. Yeah, that's right. So that makes it even more interesting now. He, he's going to let West Virginia's permit still be recognized, I think, because he's afraid of them. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah, the uh, the five that made the cut are uh, Michigan, Oklahoma, Texas, Utah, and West Virginia. Listen, they, they you border, uh, let's see, you border, what do we got here? We've got, uh, you've got a whole bunch of border states, Kentucky, Tennessee, all around you. You've got... Uh, North Carolina, obviously, sitting there. Sure. Um, everything. Everything that makes a lot – it makes it difficult for people that live near the border to go get gas and coffee. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, or, and, you know, think about, the, you know, over-the-road truckers, for example. Yeah. Anybody working the eastern seaboard, theoretically, any of those Virginia drivers, if they were working between, between the, you know, the capital all the way down to Florida, they were covered by a, by a Virginia permit, with the exception of Georgia. Right. Um but now, but Georgia's now a, a constitutional carry, so right. So Georgia, yeah, they'd be good to go there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the entire eastern seaboard from Virginia down, uh, they would be good with a Virginia permit. But now that is not the case. Um, it's it's a problem for them. Um, it's a problem for all of us. Uh, any anything, you know? And let me, I'll give you this just a little background for the people that are listening. Um, normally before. Uh, the the reason you got reciprocity on a concealed weapons permit, it was it was limited to your training standards. As long as the state that you had reciprocity with had the, at least the amount of training standards you had, then they would give you reciprocity. Uh, now I don't know if there was any of your states out there that allowed any convicted felons or anything like that to get a concealed weapons permit. I'm pretty sure there are not, so nobody ever had to worry about that. But there are going to be little differences. In concealed weapon permits, because each state, for their own reason and their own histories, have their own reasons why they have uh, certain things that are are disqualifiers. Uh, off the top of my head, uh, in Florida, it's it's you because of the the requirement on the 4473 when you fill out your background check, it says, "Have you ever had you ever been addicted to drugs or addicted to alcohol?" Well, in Florida, if you have been arrested and convicted. Even of a misdemeanor crime for drugs or alcohol, that could be DUI, that could be misdemeanor possession of narcotics. They put the stipulation on there that you cannot get a concealed weapon back or concealed weapons permit for two years from the release from supervision. That means out of jail or off probation, because that's the the state law here has defined. If as long as you've been clean for two years, we don't believe you're a habitual user. Right. Most other states don't have that. That's just a, that's a that's a unique thing to Florida, but because Virginia had the same 
requirements as we had for training, which meant you must take a formal class, you must uh, you must be familiar with the weapon. That was enough. But now, now Attorney General Mark Herring, Democrat in Virginia, has said that's not good enough for us. Not good enough. Uh, you know, it's funny. Our, Virginia has had concealed carry for a long time. It, you know, the, the trend obviously is that concealed carry has been sweeping the nation. I, I think there are only two states left that don't have some form of of legal concealed carry. But anyway, Virginia's had it for quite a while. Uh, it actually passed under a, a Virginia or a Democrat-controlled uh, legislature and and governor. And you know, this is 15, 20 years ago. Um, so this is uh, a bit of a slap. Uh, in the interim, you know, we've had attorney generals, uh, you know, from from both parties, and each of them have chosen to to take a, a very soft role in in the formalization of, of reciprocity agreements. In fact, the primary officer in, in charge of it is is actually the uh, the leader of uh, the Virginia State Police. Right. Right. Now, it's a, this is just something. All of the residents of Virginia need to be writing their congressmen, writing their senators, and writing the governor, and writing Mark Herring to get this overturned. That's really the only thing that's going to happen uh, to get this stopped, it's, it's my understanding. Um, Alan, thanks for calling in. We're, we're, on a, we're on a short clock today. That's awesome. Uh, appreciate you uh, getting, you know, love to love to hear from people there and how this affects them. Hey, can I get one quick plug for, uh, for Virginians looking for something to do? Do it. Uh, VCDL, that's Victor Charlie Delta Lima dot org, is the Virginia Citizens Defense League. Uh, they're the principal Virginia lobby, and, and they're our friends. We are going to get to that, and we'll say it again after the end of, or towards the end of the show. Thank you, Alan, for calling in. And we'll be back. We'll have you more Arms Room Radio. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off maybe you'll get past the word bullpup maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations like our patented downward shell ejection but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance it'll make you a believer the Caltech rdb the bullpup done right innovation performance Caltech. see the rdb in action at youtube slash Caltech weapons Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. 
Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean... SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from... SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Uh, that was our last guest. We were talking about uh, for Virginia. If you go to uh, vcdl.org, that's the Vitizen, Vitizens, the Vitizens, the Vitizens, the Vitizens. That's a the, uh, conjunction. That's a, the Virginia Citizens Defense League. I still can't get it out. Virginia Citizens Defense League. Can you write it down? I, I'm reading it. I'm reading it from, you, you from the are. paper, and I still can't get it right. <laughs> it's just one of those words that uh, will not make way for me. Make haste. Make way. Make it sound right. Make way. That's make where way. you take the milk and you let it ferment some, right? I thought make way was when Picard said, let's go. Make way. I think that's make it so. Make it so. Gotcha. All right. I'm, I'm confusing them all. Engage. Engage. Uh, so VCDL, Virginia Citizens Defense League.org. Give them a shout. Help them out. That's uh, that's going to be their, their lead up there with the planning and strategy on how to get Attorney General Mark D. Herring, Democrat, to come off his ridiculousnessness. Yeah. Uh, by the way, that's a real word as used by our last president. Ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. Uh, hey, also on the line, we have another guest. We're going to be moving on, talking to you about some issues out in Seattle, Washington. On the line with this is uh, Kevin Hayes from Two Dog Arms. How are you doing, Kevin? Greeting, boys. I'm doing well. Happy Boxing Day and all that. Happy Boxing Day to you. I understand you were a little under the weather. You feeling all right? Yeah, I'm feeling good. It just uh, there's you know Washington State crud just kind of making rounds and uh, happen to be next in line. You guys actually got some of the white Christmas out there, from what I understand. Yeah, we got a little bit. It was started uh, snow yesterday morning, and uh, it was a little too warm for it to snip, stick. But uh, you know, had nice big white flakes, and it was kind of cool there for a bit. Yeah, that's nice. As long as as long as you don't have to shovel it, it's good to go. Yeah, I didn't have to shovel it. This is more like squeegeeing it because it was uh, it was all rain like, but the mountains got hammered though. Right. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Absolutely. But uh, good for them and good for all our all our listeners out there and listening on to us in uh, Mega Talk in Seattle. I'm sure they uh, they enjoyed seeing a little bit of the whiteness on the on the uh, on the Christmas Day there. Yeah, I don't like to have to wear a t-shirt and shorts on Christmas Day. 
It was a. It was uh It was our Christmas was, was in the eighties. Yeah, so it was very. Well, it was a balmy thirty-seven degrees, and we were still in Birkenstocks, uh, shorts, and t-shirts here. So. Yeah, but well, you're made of tougher stuff than us. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, Kevin, I, I'm calling you. Kevin is you know, again, uh, owner operator, two dog arms out there in uh, in the Pacific Northwest, in, in in Washington there in Washington State, King County, Superior Court. Uh, upheld the, reaches, the the legislation allowing the city of Seattle to tax gun and ammunition sales. Now, I know this is good for you because you're just outside the city. Right. But for all your other your brother dealers and manufacturers there that are in the city of Seattle, uh, this is... This is something that should have been overturned. I mean, we'll have to we'll get with the uh, Second Amendment Foundation and the uh, and all the other organizations like that to to find out what the next step in combat step in combating this is. But what what is this crazy legislation making the uh, the dealers in Seattle do? Well, this, uh, so the uh, Seattle City Council and their uh, leftist uh, socialist infant wisdom uh, put forth a uh, basically what it is. It's it's a uh, a tax, and the taxation is uh, twenty five dollars. Per firearm, uh, two cents per round for 22 ammo or below, and five cents per round for everything up above uh, 22 caliber. And and this is intended to gather anywhere. The estimates are up close to half a million dollars a year in the syntax that is supposed to go to violence prevention and firearms education. And so. Uh, you know, one of the big problems with that is, you know, in their media blitz, they're saying that, you know, this, well, this is not a, a tax on the user. These are actually being taxed to the the dealers. So if you think about it, it's uh, it's one of the things that's kind of like a shame on you for being a, you know, reputable, uh, le- uh, legal, uh, federally licensed firearms dealer in the city of Seattle. And there's about, you know, I did a, an FFL search here the other day. And in the Seattle uh, uh, area, there's about 41 FFL dealers. Uh, 22 of those are uh, like the type one brick and mortar stores, and the rest would be uh, gunsmiths and or you know private ownership. So okay. it's it's going to hit hard. Uh, there's a lot of talk about these dealers saying, well, you know, we're just going to pick up our business and move. And so not only is the city of Seattle going to lose out on this on this uh, sin tax, but they're also going to lose out on the sales tax, which is like uh, 8.9%, almost 9% uh, uh, sales tax. So, you know, they're, they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. Interesting. No Inter- interesting take on that. So instead of the city, by adding this new tax, they make money for the gun sales. In the long run, they're actually losing money because people are going elsewhere to avoid this $25 tax. And so when they're doing that, then they're not paying the city tax either that the city would normally get. Right. And, and the, 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 you know, the, the real bad thing about this is it's kind of a, there's an ambivalent, uh, I guess, uh, idea by the uh, city of Seattle uh, council there. They're earmarking this money that uh, they anticipate is going to come in for education and also research to prevent gun violence. And, you know, there's, there's gun violence in the city of Seattle. We get that. Uh, two-thirds of those are suicides. Most of those are gun, uh, gang-owned or drug-related uh, issues, and they don't deal with education or violence prevention for legally-owned firearms. So uh, this is just another muted uh, media uh, you know, pile that uh, we've got it really bad, and, and things are, are uh, in desperate need of, of uh, finding some sort of solution. 
Can I ask you a question, Kevin? Are, are you concerned sure. that the city, when they're faced with losing this much revenue from the sales tax, aren't going to just look to start annexing the smaller communities surrounding Seattle and expand their their control over the jurisdictions so they can increase their tax base again? No, I think I don't think that would necessarily be uh, the problem. I think the problem, the real problem is, is that uh, unincorporated areas such as King County that, you know, isn't uh, the unincorporated areas, the King, Pierce, whatever, all the counties around and even cities can see this as another revenue opportunity and they can enact the same type of of uh, legislation. And, and because a county or a city is recognized as their own taxing authority by law, you know, they can pretty much tax whatever it is that they want to. Um, you know, there was a, a this here in Seattle just recently went to the Supreme Court and the court ruled that this is not a trampling of individual rights under the Second Amendment, that the city is well within their rights as a taxing authority is to make this a, a requirement. And so seeing that happening, you know, there's another uh, – the unincorporated areas have far greater um, uh, listings for federally licensed dealers than most cities do because the cities relatively around here are small where the, the counties or the unincorporated areas, like myself in, in Snohomish County, uh, have a, a, a larger number of uh, dealers. Kevin, I, I'm reading through this story here. There were, it says, uh, uh, between 2006 and 2010, there average 131 firearm deaths a year in King County, according to your public health, Seattle and King County. Uh, additional 536 people required hospitalization for shooting-related injuries during that time. Okay, those numbers are pretty simple to get. Um, but then the mayor, the mayor there, Ed Murray, says, guns now kill more people in the United States than automobiles. Uh, oh. that's, yeah, that's absolutely false. That's absolutely. Yeah, that's 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 again. That's uh, you know this this uh, Mayor Murray is uh, very much what you would consider to be the the far leaning on the bad side of goodness. And again, it's you know you could very easily do your own research and come up with that information as being absolutely positive and false. Uh, and especially in uh, in the city of Seattle and and. You know, those 131 deaths, two-thirds of those were suicides. Yes. Um, you know, and, and out of those 131, this is King County, and Seattle only occupies a very small portion of King County. The rest is unincorporated areas. And trying to find statistics just for the city of Seattle and gun-related firearms, you know, or, uh, firearms-related uh, fatalities is, is pretty hard to, to get. But if you think about it, maybe there's, you know, I'd say maybe 10 percent of that 131 may be attributed to uh, within the, the city of Seattle uh, city limits. So, you know, is it really that big of a problem, especially when two-thirds of those suicides? You know, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to poo-poo that down. Right, but right. There's, there's a big difference between, you know, somebody who has an intent to off themselves versus somebody who has an intent to off somebody else. Kevin, one of the, yeah. one of the I guess one of the high points, the, the, good, the good things about this story is that you guys have the Second Amendment Foundation and the uh, Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms based right there out of, out of Bellevue, Washington, right out one of the, uh, the Seattle suburbs. So whereas uh, in our last caller, uh, Alan Robertson, was telling us to, to go to his state organization, your, your organization you have there takes care of your state issues is also a national organization. So one of the ways yeah. to get in there and, and to help 
get this overturned, and again, it comes down to dollars. You know, you're looking at Bloomberg money. Uh, you're, you're looking at Bloomberg money coming on. So, uh, you know, to, to combat this is more money. So go to Second Amendment Foundation, saf.org, or go to uh, CCRKBA. That's the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. Uh, Kevin, thank you for joining us today on the program. You betcha. Uh, and if we, everybody wants to get a hold of Kevin, it's two dog arms, and that's dog said dog d o g u e d o g u e arms eight four four. 896-3648, 844-896-3648. We'll post that up for you later. Please, folks, we'll see you second hour, but until then, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. See you after the break. From the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. From the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. And welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Boy, these hours are just flying by, flying by. We are uh, we are here on the 26th of December. It's the year 2015. It's a very historical year for American battles, and I wanted to give you a couple of them before we got into all things gun, all the gun time. So let me let me give you a little bit here. See if you can pick this one out. On December 26, 1944, elements of the 37th Tank Battalion, 4th Armored Division, succeeded in breaking through to Bastogne and relieving the 101st Airborne Division. The 4th Armored was part of, part of General George S. Patton's 3rd Army, which had been engaged in bitter fighting in the south near Saarbrücken, well over 100 miles from Bastogne. On December 22nd, it was one of three divisions that Patton ordered to disengage, turn north, and drive like hell to Bastogne. The 4th Armored spearheaded a rolling battle in a miserable weather conditions over frozen backwoods roads that would wound through hilly, heavily wooded country. German resistance was strong and bitter fighting, and it cost the division over a 1,000 casualties. Despite these losses, the division was able to attack the southern flank of the Germans in circling Bastogne without rest or reorganization. 37th Tank Battalion was commanded by, at the time, Lieutenant Colonel Creighton W. Abrams. He would later command Military Assistance Command V, that's MAC V, in Vietnam, and serve as Chief of Staff of the United States Army. Uh, you may also recognize the name Abrams. He was the one that uh, had the M1 series of tanks named after him, with his input, by the way. Um, he was still alive during the initial uh, design phases, and... Uh, and helped out with that. So uh, there's another historic battle that occurred during this uh, this day in history. Uh, but uh, I wanted to give uh, Patton his due and give his due up first. Uh, so uh, it being being more recent, you've probably seen the movie. You've seen uh, Patton where 
they're all sitting around the table, and Eisenhower is sitting there and saying, uh, you know, Bastone is encircled. What can we do? And everybody goes around the table and says, can't do anything, can't do anything. No, no, it's too far away. We can't prep. Uh, Montgomery says he can't do a thing. And they come to Patton, and he says, uh, I can have two divisions there in 48 hours. <laughs> you know, and uh, and and uh, I believe it was uh, uh, it was General Bradley who said to him, "Well, you know, give yourself a little leeway, George." You know, uh, and he, he did, and he did. So he took one division in 24 hours. Yeah. So, uh, and he got them there. So, uh, welcome back to the program. I, I am joined again by uh, my friend and co-host uh, Kevin uh, Maxwell of the Law Office of uh, Max Law Orlando. Uh, he is the legal ninja and the courtroom assassin. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. The other two uh, compatriots are currently learning that we didn't do a best of, and uh, we decided to to roll when we were both pretty bored this morning. I think the Fox Nicks on the board. Yeah, on the no. board. Opsec violation. Opsec. Uh, I was uh, for those just joining us. I was sitting at the office getting the best of ready for today, picking out the segments. Was uh, was just about done, and. And then Kevin walked into my office and said, uh, "Hey, you know, you want to go do the show? You want to go do the show?" <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> said, "Okay, let's go do it." <laughs> so I was about to go do it anyway, and he walked in. He knew. It's like he knew I needed him, and he showed up. So we had we had that we had that so we got that, that going on. That's you know? why I'm the Flying Dutchman. That's right. why he's the Flying Dutchman. Just, uh, just land. So we had uh, we we came to do the program with you all today. We didn't couldn't stand to be away. You know, we've never done. A, uh, a repeat. We've never we've never done anything like that to you. It's been almost two years now. We've never done the a program. What? We've never done a repeat show. A what? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Repeat. Which is something, by the way, you never say in, to an artilleryman. Re- unless you want him to shoot again at you. Repeat. I thought you meant that... I thought it was fire for effect and that you would have him... <laughs> okay, another just like that. <laughs> well, repeat, repeat would be shoot one more. Yes. Shoot one more. So that's not something you usually do. Uh, there's a that's a little little artillery insider you, humor you, there, you I guess. You know that. Ha ha ha. Being a semi cannon cocker. Yeah. Well, we did a lot of calling for fire as a cavalryman. That was the. Uh, that's why I didn't pre- call you a full on, just a semi. Yeah, yeah. For a preferred method of delivering the pain, because it's, <laughs> then you got to just to sit back and watch. Bring the rain. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> um, there was another historic battle that occurred. December 26th. I'm going to, let's see, I'm going to go around the room, see if anybody knows. <laughs> um, the only one old yeah, enough to have been there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin was, well. I was a baby. Let's just I was say, like yeah. seven. It was like he, I was a kid. He wasn't there per se. No, but... there was an incarnation of me there. <laughs> I was probably the guy going, we have no cannons. Yeah. Who didn't bring the cannons? <laughs> this also occurred December 26th. Uh, 1776. The action started on December 25th, the night of. You've all seen the picture of uh, General George Washington uh, standing on the uh, the bow of the boat as they crossing make their, the Delaware. Cro- as they cross the Delaware, that occurred, and everybody knows it happened on December 25th. Usually think they usually think it happened the Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. This was like Christmas Day, then uh, then Christmas Boxing Day. It happened the night of 25, 26 uh, December. The night of 2526. It was a full moon, much as it was last night on 2526. So the same lunar conditions happened in 1776 as happened last night. 
At approximately Maybe that's why I couldn't sleep. Yeah. Uh, at approximately 8 a.m. on the morning of December 26, 1776, General George Washington's Continental Army reaches the outskirts of Trenton, New Jersey, and descends upon the unsuspecting Hessian force guarding the city. Now, remember, this started the night before they had to cross the Delaware, and about it was only about a third of the command made it across, and none of the artillery right. made it across because they had these little bitty boats when they were trying to get across to stay hidden. Uh, they, they were we. Yeah. <laughs> Trenton's 1,400 Hessian defenders were still groggy from the previous evening's Christmas festivities and had underestimated the Patriot threat after months of decisive British victories throughout New York. Troops of the Continental Army quickly overwhelmed the German defenses, and by 9.30 a.m., Trenton was completely surrounded. It is easier to beat drunk Russians. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hessians. Hessians, yes. It's Russians. No, actually, it's harder to beat drunk Russians. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, although several hundred Hessians escaped, nearly 1,000 were captured at the cost of only four American lives. They probably drowned. Yeah, yeah they probably probably did. Uh, it was, I mean, it was it was bitter and cold coming across that river. Uh, however, because most of Washington's army had failed to cross the Delaware the previous day, he was without adequate artillery or men and was forced to withdraw from the town. Yeah, that makes it kind of sound weird. It wasn't, you know, like they they failed at their mission. No, we just didn't get on a boat. It was you couldn't. There was no more boats. That's right. There was well, no they more. They are all over there. Yeah, yeah. Everything everything was there. They just they couldn't See, it's make one it work. Of those cases where you take the boats and go across the river. Yeah. Now, do you take the boats back and get more people, or do you leave them there in case we have to run away? It's a tactical decision, right. and, uh, and and it made and, uh, uh, and, and George made the right one. It's it's just in case you have to run away. It was it was a the victory was minor for strategic perspective, but it bore tremendous significance for the future of the Continental Army. So yeah, their enlistments were up like in a week. Yeah, and this gave um, them the morale they needed to stick around and say, okay, we can do this. We're not going <laughs> to get our butts kicked up and down the, uh, the East Coast here. Uh, all right, well, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. As we get back, we got uh, Lieutenant Bill on, the police expert. We're going to be talking about uh, what, what a lot of chiefs and police and a lot of sheriffs are saying now about uh, citizens arming themselves. If it's Boxing so, uh, Day, it's a lieutenant. It's lieutenant, yes, thank you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech 
a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. On the line with us, we have Lieutenant Bill. Lieutenant Bill, are you with us? Yes, I am, Mike. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Listen, before we get deep into the serious here, we uh, we we had a we had a little couple of technical glitches over the past uh, couple of days here. I'm not sure that our Christmas promos made it out to the the outer reaches of Arms Room listening audience. The I don't know room, if everybody's ready for this. The Arms Room Radio listening audience. We've we've got we want to we want to. We're gonna pump one up now, one the next break, one the last break, just so everybody across the see country if, see if they heard it. Can hear him, yeah. And then we want to get some feedback if they heard him or not. Um, Absolutely. So here we go. We're, we're going. We're going with our with our intern. He's gonna play the first one. Bill, I apologize. Go go right ahead and go. Arms room radio. Arms room radio. These guys are the best. Arms room radio. Arms room radio. This current administration wants to undermine and to infringe upon the uh, the Second Amendment. Not just a gun show. It's Arms Room Radio. Saturday afternoons, 3 to 5 on FM 105.5 and AM 660, The Answer. Now, Bill, the singing there, was that the most god-awful, horrible thing you ever heard in your life? That was singing and not... <laughs> Animals slowly dying. It, you know, it could have been. Could have been either way. Could have been either way. But, I uh, thought he passed out for just a moment when he didn't respond. Well, right you, you, you do get what you pay for. So. Yeah, exactly. He's gone deaf. His ears are bleeding. <laughs> yeah, we've great. We've, we've knocked yeah. him unconscious. Oh, whoa, easy. You get what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Ow. Well, that left a bruise. Unless, unless it comes to, you know, legal things, then, you know. You <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, then, yeah, exactly right. Then you, uh, then you get you get what you paid for by the hour. Listen, you, you don't hire an attorney and a cop to sing, so. Yeah, 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 true, true. And if they do, you, well, do you really want them singing? Do you, that's uh, not in court anyway, or not in an interrogation room. That's for sure. 
Exactly. <laughs> um, Bill, the trend has been. Uh, we have we've seen it come around with uh, uh, Sheriff David Clark up in uh, Milwaukee. We've seen it come around uh, Sheriff Wayne Ivey in Florida. We've seen with uh, Sheriff Paul and Barklam in New York. We 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 keep seeing it come around more more and more more and more sheriffs. Uh, and Kevin's favorite uh, Chief Kathy Lanier in D.C. Even, although she won't say what to arm yourself with a banana. <laughs> she 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 wants you to protect yourself and become the first line of defense, but she won't say with what because she believes the only one that should have guns are her and her boys. There, um, I think she hopes I'll run out of ammo shooting you. Even carry a gun before her people get there. You know, it's it's one of those weird things where she spends more time, you know, uh, in committee or on the hill because remember, they're D.C. Police, they have a, they have a council and a mayor, but they all report to Congress. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, so they they spend all their times when it's time to go see the comptroller or the the budget analysis. They don't walk into another city building; they go to the Congress, which is a federal building, and she's not a federal officer. Exactly, so she can't carry her firearm. Exactly right. Exactly right. So it's it's uh, good good for her. Hope uh, you know <laughs> she gets a taste of her own medicine. Yeah, hope she gets mugged in uniform with no gun. Yeah, that would be nice. I don't want to get hurt. No, 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 just no. embarrassed. No, I don't want to get hurt. No, no, definitely not. Just wouldn't, wouldn't wish wouldn't wish uh, pain upon her. No. Um, Bill, the, the trend we're seeing is law enforcement officials, executives, uh, coming around and saying, "Listen, uh, in in the event of something along the lines of." Uh, a terrorist attack, an ISIS-style attack, or even, as David Clark has been saying, uh, you, you know, we can't get there. Even in, in standard regular crime, it's taken eight minutes for us to get there, and usually within the first 90 seconds, the shooting's over. You know, the, victim, the victims are laying on the ground. It's time for you to train up, arm up, and defend yourselves. Well, I think it's always been that time. I think just the message that's been getting out over the years is, you know, the whole guns are bad thing, uh, where... You, know, you look at historically, you know, we've uh, an armed citizenry uh, has always been the first line of defense. Uh, police, by nature, are a reactive force. We're not typically a proactive force, especially something like that. You know, there, there's no way, you know, without some sort of actionable intelligence that you're going to be able to uh, address something like that. You look at the shooting that they just had at the mall, I believe, in North Carolina. Um Guy goes in there, whole you know fight fight goes on between two guys. Uh, one you know, bad guy produces a gun, starts shooting. Off-duty officer who there is hired on a, a higher back detail uh, engages the bad guy and uh, you know stops a threat. Um, you know, had a armed citizen been there, you know that could have been stopped even sooner. You look at San Bernardino. Uh, had there been somebody that was armed. Um, you might not have had 14 people killed and, and you know, however many other wounded. Uh, you look at the uh, Muhammad cartoon drawings in Texas, right. where you had two armed people, two bad guys show up because they don't like them drawing cartoons of Muhammad, and they want to go in there and, and find 72 virgins, and the armed citizens hunt them. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. You know, a, a little side note, I don't know if you've seen this come out yet. Uh, I saw it in two sources. Uh, the young man, the, the young thug that was shot to death by the off-duty officer in North Carolina was an active member of the Black Lives, Black Lives Matter group who had said uh, to kill whites and police officers. Yes, and he went by the 
rap name of Donkey Cartel or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. something, something ridiculous. <laughs> but uh... no, but it, it, seriously, Mike. I, in in all instances, uh, yes, we are seeing the trend of this. Um, you have a lot of sheriffs, a lot of police chiefs are coming out and and encouraging people. You you need to arm up. You you are the the first line of defense. If something happens, you're the ones who are going to be there. It's going to be. It happenstance if an officer's there. And again, you call 911, uh, by the time an officer uh, responds on an emergency, you, you're talking three to five minutes. You know, within a minute and a half, two minutes, usually the situation is done and over with. Uh, so do the math. You know, it, I don't want to say don't rely on the police, um, because obviously this that's what we're trained to do. We're, we're trained to do these things. Uh, but a armed and I have to emphasize this, knowledgeable armed citizen uh, can engage that threat and take it out. Yeah, we're not we're not uh, we're not talking about the sheriffs or the chiefs out there supporting vigilantes or militias or anything like that. They're, no, they're, they, absolutely not. They're, they're not saying form your own personal police or no, or uh, no. or groups and going out there looking for this stuff. But if you're there and it happens, you know, it's you know. You, you need to do something about it. They they want you to seek training. They want you to seek. They want you to seek uh, uh, firearms. If it's not firearms, they would seek a, a Louisville Slugger if that's your choice. But they want you to know how to train it and have a plan for, for what you're going to do. Even if your plan is, uh, you know, hit the bat if he's standing in front of me, hit the guy with the bat, and then flee. If that's your plan, that's your plan. But have one and be prepared to defend yourself. The exactly and stick to it. I mean, it, I've gone through. I know you've gone through with your family. You've, you've seen me do it with my family. Yep. You know, we talk about it. Hey, if we're in a store and something happens, you know, you go the opposite way of me. You know, find the nearest exit and get out because I'm moving towards the threat. Uh, you know, and, and we practice it. And you have to practice it. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to do this. Because obviously in the heat of the moment, you're not going to do it because you haven't trained for it. One of the big changes in law enforcement over the past, well, I'll say 25, 30 years, since all of these chiefs have now come into power and sheriffs have come into power, they, they started eh, shortly before you and I did, Bill, when the law enforcement ratio to citizens was one to a thousand. Yes. And now you're looking at between one to five thousand to one to ten thousand because they can't, it can't keep up. I, you know, you, the, the citizenry continues to grow and uh, let me see. What's the nice way to say it? The local governments that like their fraud, waste, and abuse don't want to give the money to the police departments uh, to, to hire the right amount of people or the right amount of rescue workers in your to, to endure. In my opinion. In your opinion. Thank you. Thank you, Counselor. Uh, so, so you're having to do more with less, and we all hate that. You know, I need you to do more with less. But this is one of the ways that those chief administrators are helping to do more with less. They're enlisting the help of the citizenry. Yes. And, you know, and unfortunately, what you saw with some city, county, state uh, officials, in my opinion, was that since we stepped up to the plate and did more with less, now that the economy is turning around, where you, you're starting to see that the coffers get bigger again. Well, you've done it for this way for so long. Why do we need to uh, fill those empty positions? Uh, and, and it's getting more and more difficult. It's where you see uh, the police chiefs and, and the sheriffs and and sometimes at odds with their bosses, their city administrators saying, coming out and saying, hey, we need the citizenry. We need you to back us up. We need you to be there. Uh, go out there and get training. You see different departments, they start, they're starting to offer training. What do you do in, in an armed encounter situation? And they want to provide that training. They want to give it to the citizenry. 
and a lot of people are taking advantage of it. Absolutely, Bill. You, you got to. We're, we're coming up on a minute left. You got some time for one more segment after this with us? Absolutely. Okay. One of the things that I want to I want to talk to you about when we get back is what um, what what those police departments are doing now. Now that now that this is out there and this is said, and you started to touch on it there, what are the police departments doing to ensure that this is a a cooperative effort, uh, whether that's meeting with the citizens to talk to them, but more what, what I'm really looking for here is what is now that the the chiefs and the sheriffs have said this to their constituents, what are they telling the officers? What are the officers learning as far as training? What are the officers learning as far as tactics when responding to a scene and there's a good guy with a gun to make sure that the good guy with the gun well, first off, doesn't the, even open an organ donor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first off, is the law enforcement officer goes home. You know, that's that's primary. But we also want to make sure that the good guy with the gun doesn't become the misidentified guy with the gun. Let's say that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We get back, fallen hero, and then back to Lieutenant Bill. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your 
your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Dane O. Carver died December 26, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Carver, 20, of Freepoint, Michigan, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 125th Infantry Regiment, Michigan Army National Guard, out of Saginaw, Michigan. He was killed when his Humvee came under attack by enemy forces using small arms fire in Kaladia, Iraq. Carla Halwerda, 23, and Carver's fiance, described Carver as an adventurous person and wanted to who wanted to make a difference. He often spoke about the danger of patrolling in Ramadi, a Sunni Arab militant stronghold. Carver, a former football player, graduated from high school in Midville in 2003. Carver's sister, Kristen Jameson, said he was proud of his work in Iraq and worried about his men when he was on leave. I think what he'd want people to realize is that a lot of good things are going on over there, she said. Despite a lot of negativity about the war, the guys over there are fighting for a good thing. His father, Don Carver, said, He told me, I want you to be proud of me, and I am, his father said. He died honorably. He died serving his country. He died so other people could be free. Army Specialist Dane O. Carver, you are not forgotten. If you have any form of legal question that you think you'd like to speak to an attorney about, you can reach me at maxorlando.com. You can reach me by email at Kevin C. Maxwell at gmail.com at the office phone number of 407-480-2179 or on my cell phone at 407-467-4960. Michael. Kevin, thank you. It was a very special thank you again for sponsoring that this year for that segment for just a brief Forgotten Hero. So we we never forget. And folks, if you've got somebody out there who's a casualty of, of, of any war, of any battle, uh, let us know, and, and and we'll put them on here. We would be it'd be an honor to 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 recognize one of a, a family or friend of one of our listeners. Uh, Bill, you still with us? Yes, I am. Let me go back to this. We were talking about now that the sheriffs and chiefs have said it's time for the citizenry to prepare themselves to seek training, to seek firearms, and to seek weapons. Uh, again, it, it might be as simple as get a baseball bat and know the route out of your house. Uh, we know that they're, they're implying a little bit more as far as firearms, except for Chief Kathy Lanier in D.C., who evidently wants you to beat a terrorist with a terrorist because she won't say how to do it. Um, I, the one point I want, one question I want to ask is, how are the chiefs and sheriffs proposing this to you? Uh, as the the administrators and the instructors to give it to the law enforcement to the to the agencies uh, excuse me to the uh, to the individual officers in the agency 
Well, you know, we had to sit down and we had to look at, you know, what, well, really, what are we de- dealing with? Do we need to reinvent the wheel here? And uh, what a lot of people have come up with, and one of the suggestions uh, that I came up with uh, with our training staff, is this is really just an extension of dealing with uh, people who are uh, legal uh, concealed carry owners. Uh, it's a natural transition. Uh, we, we have a whole training program of how we deal uh, when we come up uh, in, in a circumstance or in a situation where we deal with somebody who is legally carrying a weapon concealed. Uh, so it, we, we made that leap. Okay, well, at some point in time, this person who is carrying a legally concealed weapon may have to use it. Obviously, that's why they carry it. Uh, so we took the extension from there. Uh, and as officers are responding, we, we've, we've got with our dispatch personnel, and those are the, the key uh, questions that we ask. You know, how many people are armed? Who's armed? Is, you know, is it just bad guys that are armed? Now we start to have to ask and, you know, start to have to ask, you know, is it bad guys or is somebody engaging the bad guy? Uh, we have to think about that. It's another route that we took is uh, the training that we deal with when we come up on a uh, undercover situation uh, where we have a plain clothes officer, uh, such as a narcotics or, or uh, homeland security or something like that, that is engaging a bad guy. How do we deal with that? Uh, obviously, there's the officers are trained to identify themselves uh, as officers are approaching. Uh, and that was the natural progression of, of how we started the, the, the training curriculum of the, the, the training that we want to put out there for armed citizens who may have to engage a bad guy. That, and that's really great. That's that's very progressive, and that shows that that agencies are are, are taking this uh, to the to that step that needs to be taken. One of the things that I always like to point off when I point out when I talk to my my, my law enforcement brethren is is that uh, is to look up the date of the Second Amendment and look up the date of their agency. And even further back than the date of their agency, let's go back to Sir Robert Peel. So, so everybody, well, everybody in law enforcement knows who Sir Robert Peel is. Robert Peel was a former uh, uh, prime minister of, of, of the United Kingdom, but he was, before he became prime minister, he was, I believe they called it home secretary. It was there, it was kind of like their, their, their chief law enforcement officer before they had law enforcement. And he, he created modern law enforcement. Uh, in fact, it's why in England they're known as Bobby's is because of him, Sir Robert Peel. Uh, this, this was in... 1830, 1840, 1850, somewhere around there is where they developed. And then 20, 30 years after that, it came to the United States. First police departments, Boston, New York, Philadelphia, that time frame, 1890s, 1900, around there. I always like to bring out the history into it when I talk to law enforcement officers and say the Second Amendment predates law enforcement. The Second Amendment predates law enforcement. It does not make it more important than law enforcement. Without law enforcement, without the thin blue line, you know, it would be in chaos. That's clear. Um the but to to just to recognize that that the the authority that the second amendment firearms holder has is just as great of authority in fact under the constitution it's a higher level of authority than law enforcement law enforcement Absolutely. gets their gets their firearms authority from statute whereas the the the, the concealed weapons holder the open carry condition you know the, the the firearm holder gets it from the constitution so um and i know that's part of your training because you and i talked about it uh, Absolutely. Um, so those are those are all those are all great things, and it's good to see that out there. Are, are you seeing any resistance? Yeah, that's when, what I was going to ask. Yeah, are, are you having to over, overcome any entrenched ideologies with your officers? Uh, the, 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 yes, and, and, but not 
to a great extent. Uh, because, well, where I work, I, I work in, in South Florida, I work in a large metropolitan area, so we come in contact uh, with people who, uh, in Florida at least, have concealed weapons permits uh, on a fairly regular basis. And to tell you the truth, in, in the 25-plus years uh, that I've been doing this job, I, I maybe had one or two incidents where I had an issue with, with somebody who was a, a concealed carry. Uh, other than that, they probably know the laws and the rules better than most officers. Uh, and they know what they need to do. Uh, they know what they, they, they need to acknowledge. And you, it, it's funny, you roll up on it, you, you pull a, a traffic stop, and you walk up on the car, and all the windows go down. Uh, <laughs> if it's at nighttime, the lights go on uh, inside the vehicle. Both hands are on the steering wheel. And the first thing they tell you is, officer, I just want to let you know I'm a concealed carry permit holder, and I have my weapon on me. It is here. Okay. Uh, that's fine, sir. You leave it there. I'll leave mine where where it is in the holster, and we'll be fine. Yeah, and that's and that's great. That's you know how that is. That's um, law enforcement officers that are also the concealed weapons trainers. You know because they yeah. they become instructors at their own agency, and now they're becoming instructors in the civilian world, and they put that information out there, and that's how every officer wants to see it. I want I want to reiterate for those that are listening around the country to us, Florida is one of those states where there's no duty to tell the officer, but it's the smart thing. <laughs> Because if you don't tell them, and he says, let me see what's, let me have your, your registration or your insurance card, and it's in the glove box, and you lean over, and there's one sticking out of your waistband, you, you're going to get a gun in your ear. You, you know? That's why you tell them ahead of time. That's why it's the smart thing. Yeah, it, it, they're not obligated to, but it, it's preached throughout any CCW class that you go to, at least all the ones that I've been to. Hey, let the officer know that you, you don't have to, but you know what? It's a smart thing to do, like you said. Uh, and if you want to avoid having, you know, a, a gun screwed into uh, into your ear, you know, and avoiding an embarrassing situation, then you know what? You might want to. Exactly right. Uh, the other the other issue that that we're dealing with that that we want to get out to the citizens is you got is, one minute to get it okay. out, Bill. All right. How do you react when when you are involved in the situation and police get on scene? Do whatever the officer tells you. One hundred percent on the ground. Yeah. Drop the gun. Do it. It is not the side of the road is not the place to have a constitutional argument. <laughs> That's the place where the officer is going to ensure he goes home and he's going to he's going to judge on the side of his safety, not yours. And that's what he's supposed to do, because we want that officer to defend all of us. Uh, and to protect all of us. So when the officer tells you this is what needs to be done and he wants you to lay on the ground and put your firearm down, you could say all you want, I'm the victim, I, this is my firearm, I'm laying it on the ground, but do what they tell you to do. Right. Don't tell him you're not going to do that because you have the constitutional right to have this weapon because you're going to get the constitutional right to get a sucking chest wound. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Bill, thank you for joining us uh, again. We'll have you back on soon. Uh, have a happy Boxing Day and a, and a happy New Year. Thank you so much, guys. You do the same. Uh, You're listening to Arms Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance... The ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. 
Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, .380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. And welcome back to the final segment, the final the final quarter hour, the final the final couple of minutes here of the program at Arms Room Radio. We're glad uh, you're able to join us today. Again, uh, it was a surprise for us to be here. It didn't this morning. Kevin and I didn't know we were going to be here, and we ended up uh, here. Meet, meeting up and uh, saying, you know, let's just go do it. Let's just go do it. Uh, you know, we, we'll definitely have back. Uh, there's no new changes. There's heck nothing with it. weird. We'll just do it live. Yeah, exactly. Right. We said, the heck with it. Let's do it live. Um, you will absolutely hear back. Uh, um, uh, the Earl with us next week. You'll actually hear back with us with Alec next week. So, well, next week's the holiday. So we we, we may end up doing this, but they'll be back after the first of the year because what's the next year is the or next week is the second. 
I think we're supposed to be here. Right. I don't, I don't so know this what their, is the last show of 2015. 2015. I'm just saying, I don't know what their holiday plans are for the second, but they are they are still here on the show with us. This he, is not something. He didn't give get permission from me to do anything. Oh, Alec? Yeah. Oh, so he'll be at work? He'll be good? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, they'll all be back on the program. If he's listening, he's going, yeah, permission. Funny. Kevin, you had some interesting uh, statistics. Well, I, I don't know if I would call it a statistic, but because uh, I don't have any numbers to quote. Okay, but, all right. But my spouse is quite an Internet sensation. She uh, she can find anyone anywhere. You mean an Internet research yes. sensation? Yes. You no. can't go to kevinswife.com and see no. anything like that. Okay, gotcha. But she she gotcha. has literally found people that I was looking for in cases. Right. That were, she found them on MySpace. Okay. Okay, think about how hard that is. Oh, yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, and and I used what she found on MySpace to to prosecute that case for my client. Um, she came to me yesterday and advised me that, according to her research, the most requested gift for the 2015 Christmas season was a firearm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listen. I could tell you. Um, I obviously we have a have a gun store. You know, you guys know that. Uh, you know, armsroom.com, Check well, us out. Oh God, really? Um, I should go by there. It, it has been. Uh, you did this morning, and that's oh, how that's we right. ended up I here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, it's been ridiculous. It's been calling the suppliers and the distributors and just give me whatever you have. Yes, <laughs> we don't have anything. Okay, well, ship me some of that. Then. Yeah, send, send it send it here now. I'll come pick it up. I have talked to some other dealers that I know uh, locally and across the country, and it's been the same thing everywhere. I, re- I remember Desert Storm that we were calling suppliers. No, no, you don't understand. Paint the box tan and ship it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah. Okay, it's on its way. It has been, uh, and it's been everything. Uh, after Sandy Hook uh, incident, when the president uh, said they were going after assault weapons, that was assault weapons. Everything, everything assault weapon related. By the way, there's no assault weapon. Weapons cannot assault you. Uh, it's a, it's a standard. It's a verb. It's a semi-automatic rifle. It's a verb. Uh, but the so-called well, not, assault not, weapon. Not, not in Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah, true. It was a single-shot muzzle loader. <laughs> right. Uh, in, in 1776, the, 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 there was just those, those black rifles that were gone and they were going crazy N- now because the president has said it's, it's guns are the problem. He has not specified what kind of guns everybody's attempting to buy every gun. And I don't believe it's just because of what the president has said, who, by the way, he has been a very good for gun sales for the past seven or eight years because he continues to keep and try and take them from people and people don't want to have them taken from them. But, uh, I, I digress. the, the other reason is uh, it's Christmas, and and people and people want firearms. It's also in addition to Christmas, it is uh, more and more acts of terrorism on our home soil. Uh, you saw it happen in Paris. You saw it happen in San Bernardino. Uh, and by the way, it didn't just happen in San Bernardino. It's happened in Texas three times now. Uh, but it, they continue to say, oh, it's not terrorism related. It's not terrorism related. Uh, it happened in California three weeks before San Bernardino with the knife attacks. Guess what? The same way they're doing in Israel right now. They, the Palestinians get in their cars, drive up on, on the, onto the sidewalks, kill people, and then get out with their knives and start wielding and, and cutting until the police show up to kill them. So it's happening here, and that's why I believe everybody wants firearms. Is that, is, I mean, is that your take on it? Uh, the only thing that I can think of that would be better than buying a firearm is to get body armor for your children. Yeah. 
And you know, a three-year-old in a level 3A vest is hilarious. <laughs> it is so fun to watch them try to walk around like that. <laughs> it's like the... Uh... The little kid in Christmas Story it's with, the, brother with, with the arms. With the arms sticking. He looked like a tick. <laughs> I can't, can't move. I can't, can't put my arms down. <laughs> can't can't move. So that's going on. But, yeah, it's definitely been a a, a gun-purchasing frenzy going on for the past uh, couple of weeks. Uh, uh, Mr. President is, is going to make it worse. He's not going to make it better. We know when he comes back to do his first State of the Union address after the first of the year, He's going to be taking action against firearms. His whole trip to Hawaii, by the way, over the holidays, your president's in Hawaii, and asked me how many times he visited our troops in Afghanistan and Iraq or Kuwait or in um, Djibouti. Ask me. Ask me. How many? Yeah, none. Yeah. None. Unlike your previous couple of presidents. In Djibouti, who, who he should them. like Djibouti. That's kind of his part of the world. Uh, he's where a, he was born. Yeah, it's one of those deals where... He's afraid if the plane goes down in Kenya, they won't let him out. You know, they're going to claim him as their president. Born in East L.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he uh, he is going to come back, and he's going to, after the first of the year, put out these background checks, 100% background checks for private transactions. Listen, folks, every public transaction, everything that goes through an FFL is already done. You're already protected. You, you, if you want right now, listen, if you want to sell a gun to somebody you don't know, you can... Absolutely, 100% walk into your local gun store and say, I'd like to do a background check with this gentleman. Uh, I'd like to sell Kevin a gun if you don't know me. Yes. You could sell me that gun, and you could get them to do a background check. They'd be more than happy to do that. The ATF has already given them handouts, guidance, provisions years ago, how to take care of this, two, three years back, for, for any kind, any time you want to sell something uh, firearm to somebody you don't know. I'll give... and, and I wouldn't blame them for wanting to do that. If no, they saw no, no, me. no, no, no. I'm an unsavory looking fella. I mean, yeah. if you were to uh, put an ad for your car in the newspaper and some guy showed up, you'd want to know who that guy is. You'd do a receipt. You'd, you'd check his driver's license to make sure he's good. Uh, and and then the, and there's simple ways to do that. You could check driver's licenses on computers. You would do a bill of sale. Uh, well, this is the way to do that. If you want to sell a gun so bad that you don't know a friend to give it to or, an, or a relative that wants to buy it. If you're uh, guilty you, you, about owning a firearm because of something that's happened, call me. Yeah. I'll, you, I'll buy it from you and make you feel better. You could go into any gun gun dealer, and they'll do a background check for you. They have, they have forms. They have provisions. Everything ready to go. We don't need the president coming down. Causing mass first step. This is going to be registered. This is the first step to registration. I want all those guns. I want all those serials numbers on all those guns you have now. Because because guess what? When you want to transfer one to your child, your son, your your daughter, whoever it happens to be, your your brother, because you can't do private transactions anymore. The government has to have their nose in, the, you, in its business. You can't leave it to someone in your will. No, you can't. No. No, they're getting into personal property rights, and Kevin, mm, man, nah. you go there forever. If the government yeah. tells you what to do with your, once they tell you what to do with your personal property, then they can tell you what to do with everything else. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, you know, we didn't like the way you left your estate, so we're going to let it all go to the state. <laughs> we, uh, I want to thank all the guests we had on today. We had a couple of a couple of great ones, a couple of our old reliables. We had Kevin Hayes from Two Dog Arms. That's D O G U E Arms. Two Two Dog Arms. His number was eight four four eight nine six thirty six forty eight. Eight four four eight nine six thirty six forty eight. If you're up there in Snohomish County and you're looking for some firearms, give him a call. He's right. Up, he's right up your street down there. 
Uh, Alan Robertson from Virginia, for, uh, pimping for VCDL. That's the Virginia, Virginia Citizens Defense League.org, VCDL.org. You did better that time. I did. I, I had a little practice the last hour. Uh, don't forget to check out our good friends at Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf.org, saf.org. They're helping everything in Washington State that's going on. Get with them. If you're not a member of that organization and you're in Washington State, you're wrong. You need you need to be one. Uh, and if you're in another state and you just want to help, you can you can join. You can you can you can do what you want. Uh, you can also. Oh, oh, hold on. I'm getting. Also, we want to thank our special friends that have joined us over this past year. We've had the guys from Second Amendment Foundation. We had uh, we had Mike Hughes and uh, and his his helper uh, Brett there. Yep, Brett from from Brett and Mike from Second Amendment. No. Send me ammo. Send me ammo. Send me ammo and uh, next level training. Next level training. Send that's where you get the second. Yes. Next that's level. The second. There we go. <laughs> next level training. Uh, we also have to thank, of course, the guys from Gun Tech. We have to thank Charlie and Phil and all the family out there. Those guys have been great sponsors. Appreciate them being on this year. Uh, let me see if I can go down a list if we've got enough time. I've got uh, Garrett Weaver, who's with the uh, Department of Emergency Management out there in Washington State. Representative Scott Plakin in uh, Florida, Alan Gottlieb, Second Amendment Foundation, and Colonel Alan West. You know who Alan West is? Uh, Alan Corwin uh, has been on. Alan Robertson from Virginia. Uh, Juan Keller from the Atlantic County Firearms uh, in New Jersey. Secret Mike, uh, early on in the program, who helped right. us out. Uh, a little later on in the program, Secret Sean. Yep. A couple of guys in the intelligence business that wanted to share some facts with us. Uh, Kevin Hayes, of course, Two Dogs Armory. Alex Farrar from Veritas International. Mark Kovacs, a local trainer in the Florida area. Judge Ken Barlow. Mark Walters. I've got, got to remember our good friend Mark Walters. Thank yeah, you, Mark. Yeah, we could name him twice. Thank you, Mark, for everything you've done. Uh, Sean Carana and Eric Friday from the... Uh, Florida's, Florida Carry, and then, of course, Jerry Henry from, from uh, Georgia Carry. If I missed anybody, it was inadvertent. We went back through the archives and just couldn't find any more. Listen, we'll see you next year. Please remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you haven't started getting ready, start getting ready. And if you have started, stay getting ready. Have a happy New Year. <laughs>